It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan, a 970 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and Mike alongside Joe Medor as we bring you the sports fan presented by JK Contracting on this first day of June. I can't believe it's June already. 76 degrees and sunny outside in Athens, Ohio. 6.06 on the clock. And, Joey, we're back to the full hour today. We're trying to extend the sports fan, go the full hour, bring a sense of normalcy, especially since we have some live baseball on the way. Again, we mentioned it on Friday, but we will be having the Athens Sandlot uh, baseball or the Athens, uh, the, the high school kids. I know there was Athens Sandlot that was agreed upon for like uh, 12U and uh, 8U, whatever it might have been. Uh, but, you know, the, the baseball uh, that we're talking about is the, the high school kids all getting together, uh, playing their season against teams like Megs, against teams like Chillicothe and Logan and uh, a couple of schools. But, you know, in an effort to get back to some kind of normalcy, uh, sports fan, back to an hour. And, of course, our phone lines are always open at 740-592-6646. Talking about baseball and with baseball, MLB, you know, being an affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds here at the station, MLB is trying to figure out a way to come back. They're trying to figure out a way on how to make the two sides you know, come to an agreement and come to some kind of proposal to bring back the season. We heard the NBA is going to be trying to come back by July 31st. It might be a whole other two months until we get the NBA. The NHL has agreed upon coming back with at least uh, just the postseason. That is what they agreed, the NHL. Uh, but baseball doesn't have any such ag- uh, agreement like that. They don't have anything um, that is set in stone. But I think today is a step on the right side. It's a step forward. And it's a step trying to bring back baseball as soon as possible. Uh, But according to the Associated Press, Major League Baseball players have proposed a 114-game regular season, up from 82 in management's offer, but the players didn't propose taking additional pay cuts beyond the ones they agreed to in March. Um, It's, again, uh, under the players' proposal, World Series could extend past Thanksgiving. Players want 114 games, and now Jeff Passion of ESPN is saying, well, the, the uh, owners might go a 50-game season. But you know, there is increased talks, and you know, at least there's talks about it. There's trying to be a way to bring back baseball as soon as possible. Yeah, and uh, I think that's important. Um, it's definitely interesting what some of these other leagues are looking at, uh, to jumping right back into the playoffs. Like, we could see... Uh Obviously, usually NBA, NHL, they play seven-game series, and it gets to that point in baseball later on, too. But um, you know how they're proposing kind of these like round-robin-type tournaments where you get one game. And uh, the thing about that is that's kind of crazy is that we know if when you're playing in a one-game series, you have one bad game and you're done. You could see all kinds of teams making deep runs, and I've seen models of the NBA and NHL trying to extend uh, the amount of teams that get to make the postseason this year. But focusing it on baseball, yeah, it seemed to be like the toughest um, – battle on trying to come into an agreement on when to get back to play with the baseball players. I mean, it seems like every other day we see some kind of new proposal, but um, it's good that the MLB is starting to consider paying the players what they uh, agreed on back in March, and I saw something in the uh, the Players Association. They uh, 
they suggested yesterday, something along the lines of, I, I can't remember, how many games was, was did they propose off the top? Uh, so originally they were talking about 82. Then the Players Association either today or last night said that they wanted to go to 114 games. And now I think the owners are coming back at them as, of course, information's coming at you as quickly as, as possible. And I, I think you know, as of around 5 o'clock today, Major League Baseball is trying to have a, a shorter season in which they would pay the players a full prorated share uh, of their salaries. But, you know, it's either 114, it's 82, it's 50, it, or all or none of the above. It bounces around, for sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, kind of zero in on, but... Uh you know, it is good that it sounded like we're going to get back to baseball sooner than later. Now, having fans in the stands is a completely different story. And as we've seen, uh, you know, the UFC have held events without fans. And uh, over in Europe, they're starting to get their major soccer leagues going as well without fans. And, you know, it, it, I mean, I've never been a soccer fan, but, you know, I turn on one of those games and it's sports. And uh, I, I get invested in watching. Of course, uh, placing some money on it every now and then helps a little bit. But, um... <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting, and I just think we've seen the UFC be able to administer, like, thousands of tests in a weekend to make sure everybody is negative of the coronavirus and is able to get in the cage, and then the one time they had a fighter test positive, he didn't fight, and he stayed six feet away from everybody and all that. So um, I think the UFC have kind of set the foundation for these other leagues to, you know, begin to put a plan into place and they're getting uh, back in back and running again you know and it's crazy too because with the ufc you know that's as close as contact as one competitor right will be getting to another one right and also i mean baseball in itself is kind of a pretty socially distant sport i mean the closest interactions you know are the batter standing by the catcher and the umpire but everybody else is spread out around the field right and uh, not including you know the dugout when everybody's might be packed in and sure uh, of course, you might have the opportunity at the professional level to be spread out in the dugout. They tend to be a professional dugout. You know, they're bigger. They're, uh, you know, more equipped to you know, probably a bathroom in there. You get the tunnel in the back. You know, at, at the high school level, you're not really going to have a, a professional dugout like that uh, to where you can try to follow the socially distant rules. I think they said, at least in Ohio, that you'll have to wear a mask in the dugout, mm -hmm. uh, but not out in the fields. Uh, which could cause you know, some troubles, too, because you, you have to deal with, all right, I got the mask on. I don't think I'd want to try to catch a, a fly ball in the outfield and, and fight a mask uh, and try to breathe through a mask while running to sprint and get there. Um, but still, you know, it, it is you know, one of the steps that must be followed to bring back sports. And you talked about how you know, the UFC was able to bring back you know, a lot of testing, right? So testing finally was able to catch up at that point. And they were able to administer it to, to everybody. And I think that's what you know, a big part of what this shutdown was a part of because you know, it wasn't enough testing. There wasn't enough uh, you know, contact tracing. And that, that's kind of what DeWine has been talking about over the past, I don't know how long, uh, you know, for his DeWine press conferences at 2 o'clock. You know, those are the top uh, topics that they were talking about. And now that sports leagues were able to, you know, everybody's getting the testing that they need. And then once the excess is, I guess, uh, a good amount, you know, then they're able to you know, hand it off to, to sports. You, know, you right. want to take care of the medical services first and, you know, emergency services. And then, uh, then you can go to, you know, maybe private businesses like uh, MLB or things like that. But you got the tracing. You got an opportunity here. Uh, Players Association in baseball, they want to have a season. 
They just cannot agree on how long that season will be. They cannot agree on the salaries. Uh, but you know, it it is a uh, it's a shame because you know, now uh, they've cut and kind of fell by the wayside. But a lot of minor league baseball teams uh, are, are no longer in existence as the minor league teams have shrunk. And due to that, you know, a lot of people had to either cut a bunch of players uh, or. Some teams have said that they will not spend a whole lot of money to give the stipends to the minor league baseball players. You know, they're only receiving a full weekly stipend of $400, and that agreement was through uh, at least June or uh, end of May or whatever the end of the month was. But, you know, teams now like the Washington Nationals are changing course and telling the minor leaguers that they will receive their full weekly stipends of $400 through June. Uh, the decision comes after Washington's reliever, Sean Doolittle, tweeted that the major league players would cover a planned cut in those payments from 400 to 300 dollars. You know, that's as if to say, like a general manager at your business has, you know, let, let's say they have a, a salary of 100 thousand dollars, and he was planning, or he or she was planning on, you know, giving that out to somebody who makes less than a thousand dollars a month. So it's good to see that the players were prepared to do that. They seem to be in unity there, um, but again. You know, Baseball is worth how many billions of dollars? Uh, you, you can't spend maybe an extra $250,000 to uh, pay for a salary for minor league baseball players? Yeah, I know. It, it, it's rough. I mean, the MLB, it doesn't look too, too good from the top down, from the commissioner down. I mean, the whole Astros thing, how uh, a lot of people thought that was handled pretty poorly. And, you know, when your commissioner calls the trophy that you all play for each season just a piece of metal, <laughs> I mean, it makes you wonder... Uh, I don't know. It's just been, it's been very weird. The MLB is uh, probably been, I'd have to say, the worst in handling the the whole situation. I mean, they just can't really seem to unify everybody. I mean, it's just it's like you hear NBA players all the time. You see LeBron tweeting out, "Yeah, I want to play if it's possible. If we can figure out a safe way to do it." But when it comes to baseball, there's been so much disagreement back and forth, and it it, it just hasn't been a unifying force. Right? There's no. I mean, the players are unified. The players are together. It's the players versus the owners and everybody right. else. Yeah, and it's you know, it's just like the strike uh, back in the '90s. I know I wasn't around for it. I know you weren't around for it. <laughs> we weren't even alive for it. Uh, but still, you know, it, it's something like that. Now, you know, it's not. We didn't have a planned. We, we didn't have it you know, at the beginning of the season. The uh, pandemic kind of derailed uh, the season for everybody at all levels of all sports. Uh, but it still was a, a, uh, it's a talking point. It's it's something that baseball has to figure out. It has to figure out, you know, what do you do with the salaries? What do you do with, you know, if somebody else uh, gets diagnosed with the coronavirus, then what happens? Right, you're gonna have to have a protocol in place for that as well. And I mean, the thing is about it though, when you were able to have the testing, and the testing's gonna keep getting better as well. I mean, if everyone is negative on your team. What do you really have to be worried about? No one has the virus. You guys can be around each other all you want. None of you have it. You know what I mean? It's kind of that situation. What I'd be interested to see is, with uh, do you think all this Astro stuff just gets swept under the rug, or do you think, uh, you know, that that spark's gonna come right back if uh, if they start playing again in July? I would be surprised if it started this year. I would not be surprised. Uh, if it happens at the beginning of the 2021 season, you know, because you get a full season under your belt, you get another full off season, you get to revisit it a little bit, you know, you still get that 
you know, bad taste in your mouth. You know, when you're in the middle of something like a pandemic like this, you know, your, your focus shifts. You know, now it, what the Astros did doesn't seem like the most important thing in the world anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, in baseball, it was a pretty big deal. It, it was a big cheating scandal. Oh, my God. I mean, they were getting booed out of every ballpark they were in during spring training. Right. I think that's going to cool down once baseball starts again. And then I wouldn't be surprised to see if there's like a second wave of just uh, booing on the Astros uh, come 2021. Mm. Plus, what happens to A.J. Hinch? What happens if there is no baseball season? Sure. Yeah, because they talked about the players. It would act as another year of, you know, if you're on that 40-man roster, you get another year of eligibility. But the Dodgers just traded for Mookie Betts. We talked about it at the beginning of the quarantine, and now here we are on the first day of June, still no baseball, and Mookie Betts might never suit up for a game for the Dodgers right. after a big blockbuster deal. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's just so funny because you, you don't even talk about uh, what's going to happen if they get back to baseball. We don't know. You know, no one's talking about, all right, well, who's going to, like, what if a middle-of-the-road team gets hot for a couple months if you have a shortened season? And all of a sudden, they were going to win maybe 78 games and miss the playoffs, but if they just get on fire there for a, a couple of months, you can be a playoff team this year. Right, and I think they also proposed, they being the Players Association, proposed a larger... To expand the field for playoffs, yeah. yeah. Expand the field for playoffs, because you're no longer going to play at least this year the 162-game playoffs. But then they also want to extend the playoffs for the following year, which I don't think will get as much pushback from the owners, because the more people make the postseason, the more money they make. Uh, it's mutually yep. beneficial there, which is why I think football did it for not this upcoming year, but football you know, went to that expanded... They got one more game, and then they have the expanded uh, playoffs coming in 2022. No, that's coming this, oh, that, this that's, upcoming season. See, yep. I thought it was going to be 2022, though, not 20, or maybe 2021. It is. This 2021 regular season, uh, yeah, they, they're oh, expanding. Wouldn't this be the 2020 regular season? You got me. I, th- I believe it's, it's be a 2020 year. season. The 2020 season? I believe so, yeah. All right, because we'll have to check on that, because I, I thought I saw that it was going to be in 2021. Uh, that, that they changed this. But we'll take a small break on the sports fan on the other side of the break. We'll get you that answer to that, plus your phone calls and more. You're listening to the sports fan on 970 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Personnel Plus is still the one at matching qualified and reliable employees with local businesses. If you need good employees, contact Personal Plus at 740-592-3416 or drop by the Employment Options Office located in the Market on State. Personnel Plus. We are local, we are nonprofit, and we are community. Personnel Plus is the employment service of the Athens County Board of DD. AmeriCorps is your moment to take the path less traveled, to break the status quo, to stop talking about the problem, and be the solution. Join AmeriCorps and you create your own future. As an AmeriCorps member, you can inspire a kid to a brighter future, build a house for a family in need, or help a veteran find a home or a job. AmeriCorps is your moment to be the greater good. Visit joinamericorps.gov to learn more. 
sponsored by Serve Ohio, Ohio Commission on Service and Volunteerism, aired by the OAB and this station. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970-WATH. It's a sports fan on 970 WATH. Taking you full the through. They have flip flopping right there. Taking you full, taking you through the full hour. There we go. That's English for you. Spit it out. Uh, Seven o'clock today. Uh, we've been going the 30 minute sports fans, but with you know Joy fixated on uh, you know coming back and helping out with the sports fan and being more a part of the station. Uh, you know we can go the the full hour, especially as we go back to a sense of normalcy. And uh, you know, have that live sports. Of course, we do yeah. have uh, over the week. We've got you know, the Cincinnati Reds hot stove talk on Wednesdays. We've got the Columbus Blue Jackets rewinds Thursdays, starting at seven, uh, and then the Cincinnati Reds uh, rewinds happening at seven on Fridays, and then Ohio State football on Saturdays. Uh, but it's good to have you about, uh, part of the program and, and helping out around here. Yeah, what were you talking about in here anyway before I got here? I don't know. For <laughs> we, we were just talking about, hour. you know, Thursdays have been pretty good, too. Thursdays with uh, David Saltzman, and I think we're going to make that, I don't even if we go the full hour, I don't know if Saltzman can, can stay the full hour, but uh, for the past two Thursdays now, we've had Ohio Hall of Famer Paul Barron call in, and um, you know, it's been great to talk to with him. Uh, so he was a uh, uh, kind of a trip down memory lane, especially for those who remember him playing back in the 1980s, graduating class in 1986, and then Ohio Hall of Fame class of 2004. Uh, so Paul Barron has been calling in on Thursdays. I think we'll try to get some other cool guests uh, on Thursdays and throughout the week. Uh, we still will have the Cincinnati Reds talk uh, on 6, uh, 6 to, to 7, so no sports fans on Wednesdays, but that's a little bit of a programming note for you there. We, we went into the break, and we were trying to figure out, well, we knew the NFL agreed upon doing the expanded postseason. We knew they agreed upon doing an extra game in the regular season, and we've come to the conclusion that the playoffs are expanded for this upcoming regular season in 2020. It'll be 14 teams for the first time ever, and only one team with a first-round bye. And, uh, you know, I, I was reading around, and I think it's funny because sometimes you hear sports fans thinking a bye can't be beneficial and sometimes you know it's better just to keep on playing well that's not true if you look at the last seven Super Bowls because both teams and all the last seven have had the first round by so very important and now I mean you're you can't just get to a point where oh we're the two seed we can't get to the one seed so you know we're going to start resting guys because you ain't getting to buy the two seed anymore you got to be the top seed in the conference and you got to be the top but uh, it's kind of something along the lines with Tom Brady and the Patriots because if they ever had a bye going into the postseason, which they rarely, rarely did not have a bye. Mm. Now they're, they're normally either playing, they're not in the wild card rounds, especially since they normally win the, the AFC East. Uh, the East has not been uh, particularly strong, especially since the Patriots have been so good. Uh, but with the AFC East, with the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins, you know, Tom Brady has been able to, to run away with it for the past, uh, what is it, 20 years that he's been with the Patriots? Yeah. And it's funny because... All the years that they didn't have the first round by, they uh, they would struggle pretty uh, pretty mightily uh, in the wild card round. I can rem- obviously they lost last year to Tennessee in uh, 20, 2009, I believe it was when they played the Ravens. They just got absolutely blitzed at home in the wild card game, and I think they had a first round by. For think about this, from 2010 to 2018, they had a first round by every single year, and now he's not even there. All right, well, we'll see what he does in Tampa Bay. I know. 
if, did you see any of the golf special that was on? I forget if it was this weekend or the, the previous the weekend. The prior. Yeah, um, I watched some of the highlights. Uh, you know, I didn't watch it live. Uh, I think I was, uh, I can't tell you what I was doing. The days all kind of run together now. But I did watch the highlights. It was pretty entertaining, something uh, something fun to watch. Well, you saw kind of like the behind the scenes, you know, jabbing, going back and forth between Peyton, uh, McRoy, uh, Tiger Woods, and yeah. Tom Brady. How about when Brady hit that eagle? Yeah, that he couldn't crazy. hit a ball straight the whole day, and then on like <laughs> hole nine. Yeah, he just, he sunk it in from far away. Oh my, it was like the, I was a professional level shot. But that was really the only shot that Tom Brady had on the golf yeah, course. Yeah, uh, he, he was good for one. Uh, but uh, Peyton Manning was kind of jabbing him about, well, you know, if you were going to pick your caddy, I, I bet it would have been Gronk. <laughs> you know, because Gronk tells you, or you tell him to do whatever he wants, and uh, he, he just follows you. Right. Which is true, because, you know, Gronk came out of retirement and is now in the Tampa Bay Bucks. But it's going to be a, a fun NFL season, especially locally here. Uh, depending on what the Cincinnati Bengals do, what NFL uh, proposed to do. And I think the NFL, it's all steam ahead. They, they want to go ahead with the regular season. Uh, they want to just go ahead and, and you know, play as many games as they can, make it as normal of a season as possible, yeah. which I think would be a welcome sign, especially here, considering, well, this is the first year that uh, Joey Burrow is in the, uh, in the NFL. Right. Um, you know, an interesting point I heard was... In terms of the NFL starting on time, the NFL is going to be the only professional sports league that is going to have an opportunity to have a plan in place for all the coronavirus stuff, as obviously it happened in their off season, rather than dead in the middle of their season, either beginning or in the middle of it. I mean, the NFL, or excuse me, the NBA and NHL were coming down their home stretch, about to enter the playoffs. I mean, they each had only about 20 regular season games left, but the NFL has time to make a plan for. You know, when you're going to start training camp, how you're going to socially distance, uh, you know, whatever it's going to take. I wouldn't be surprised if they cut out some of the preseason. Um, but also, they can come up with a plan in the place on if they decide to have fans, how they can socially distance them. And so that that's why I remain optimistic that football is going to start on time just because they're going to have – they. I mean, I would have hoped – I mean, they threw together that whole draft process in a couple weeks. You know what I mean? I, w- I would hope the NFL has been, since this all started, putting a plan together to make sure they're playing football on time. Right, and the big thing that you said there was you know, they had an opportunity to try and come up with a plan. Now, the NBA had to deal with this during the middle of their season. NHL had to deal with this with, during the middle of the season. MLB, the season didn't start, but it was right around the corner. They were playing spring, spring training. training games. Yeah. yeah, spring training was happening. You know, It wasn't into the regular season yet, but still, you know, there was still... Uh, you know, baseball being played, and then the abrupt stop. Everybody has to adjust, just like a lot of businesses adjusted. Mm. Yeah, I bet you. Um, bet you the ratings would have been up a little bit higher on spring training games if everybody knew that uh, <laughs> yeah, what was coming. Yeah, if, if people knew that it was being taken away, uh, then I think they would have yeah, watched it. True. Um, but the other thing is, you know, ESPN has now tried to find a way to find, you know space to fill in content with this lack of content they had the the uh, last dance with michael jordan which was good uh you know it wasn't a investigative piece of michael jordan you know it was an entertaining piece and you know for what it was i think it was a, a very good you know, little look behind the scenes I, I you know still have a couple episodes to left to watch i had watched none oh, you're behind time. i am behind yes I wasn't. I said it on the air when Troy ESPN's was here. already on to their next documentary. They got Lance Armstrong now. You're still 
stuck on the last one. I'm still catching. Well, this you know the, what the apartment looks like right now, and I've said it before. <laughs> there's no TV in there. Right. <laughs> uh, so you need a TV to watch it, or you know, I guess ESPN Plus, whatever it is. Uh, but you know, the, for the search for content, ESPN made that agreement a couple weeks ago with the Korean Baseball League. You know, the South Korean Baseball League, the KBO, and you know, I don't know what the numbers look like on that, but it's late at night. I guess people record it. They record it on the DVR, and then they you know, re-watch it if they really want to see some live sports. Uh, but it, it will be a welcome sign to see once we have some kind of agreement with the MLB and some kind of you know, plan in place to say, all right, this is the date that we're looking forward to. This is the time that you know we're going to get some, some live sports back. You know, it's sports isn't everything. You know, it's not. I mean, the whole you know, lot of people are are out of business. A lot of people are are struggling right now. Uh, but to get back and going again, I think would be a positive note. Yeah, for sure. And you know, focusing on the NFL again, um, just the fact that OTAs, rookie minicamp, regular minicamp for the veteran, all that stuff that it's gone now, right? Imagine, say you're a team like the Brown situation, new coach, new uh, new GM again, whole new staff, right? And usually a vital part of having a new coach is being able to instill your system. You can't do that now over this stretch of time. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be very difficult for uh, any team that has a new head coach or perhaps a new coordinator changing up the offense or defense. I mean, we might see uh, some rough football the first couple weeks of the season just because there just won't be that long months of them, you know, getting back into shape. I mean... They play four preseason games just to make sure they're ready for the regular season. And, uh, you know, some of that might be cut out. And I think it's going to show in some of the, the play early on in the season. Well, just imagine not even the NFL, but when the NBA comes back. What are the NBA players going to be? What what kind of shape are they going to be in? You know, what kind of shape are, are anybody going to be in? Right. You know, because people have been stuck inside, and unless you're LeBron James and have a nice, you know, inside workout room and have been able to... You know, do the right things and, you know, eat the right food. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's a the quarantine 15. Yeah, I would think most professional athletes, though, are going to be able to manage that. You know, you, you kind of get paid to play sports. So I, I think uh, you got to make sure you're ready for uh, when they tell you to come back. I mean, it's true. It's got to be. But I don't know. You're talking about thousands upon thousands of athletes here. Yeah, there might be a couple that, that start out on the floor that you might be able to tell, well, that's, this guy's <laughs> lost a step, that guy might right. have lost a step. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, it's just going to be a, a different feel once everything starts to come back. Take another break on the Sports Fan. We're going the full hour today from 6 to 7. It's a Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. 
quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe, uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress, 593-7393. That's 593-7393. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Live and local, the sports fan on 970 WATH. It's the sports fan presented by JK Contracting. Those are the mic alongside Joey Medora. We're taking it up until 7 o'clock today. Full hour of sports on this first day of June. Nice temperature outside, too. Blue skies. It was almost as nice as yesterday with the Passion Works Parade in Place event. I don't know if you were able to see a whole lot of that, Joey, but there was a, a lot of cars moving. From... Uh, I, I wasn't. I was here board hopping for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I mean, you were there at the beginning, but still, uh, you know, there was a lot of, you know, from it was an event from 1 to 3, and still uh, from 1 to 3, it was car after car. There was no break. I thought it was very, uh, very nice to see, very impressive. Uh, showing from the community in support of Passionworks uh, and their artists, which was uh, really nice. But phone lines are open right here on the Sports Fan, 740-592-6646. Give us a call, talk about whatever you want to talk about uh, in sports. But for now, discussion shifts a little bit towards the NFL. Uh, everybody knows how Antonio Brown kind of had that meltdown a little bit uh, last year. It was the issue with the helmet, then it was another issue, one thing after another. And you know, AB currently does not have a job, but Antonio Brown, uh, you know, was at the Raiders, and then, uh, well, he was traded from the Steelers to the Raiders, and then the Raiders released him, and then Antonio Brown was signed by the Patriots, played one game against the Dolphins, and that was the the game that the Patriots did beat the Dolphins, and then at the end of the season to knock the Patriots out of a uh, a first round bye, uh, Dolphins led by uh, Fitz Magic. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, it was a impressive game from him to, to beat the Patriots. But still Antonio Brown trying to make his way back and you know, kind of has that blessing of Deion Sanders. Yeah, an article written by uh, Jason, or uh, excuse me, Jeff Kerr on CBS Sports talking about Antonio Brown working out with uh, Deion Sanders over the weekend. Quote from Sanders in the article, My son came to town to work on his game, on his life, on his thoughts, and on his tomorrow, and on Antonio Brown. I love him to life, and I can't wait to witness the comeback story called A, B, and C. I know what I know and pray you all get to see what I know to be Antonio Brown. God bless y'all, and please have a productive, peaceful day. We are growing and going. So that's very interesting. I mean, you know, I think uh, it, it's very interesting, the whole A, B thing, because, you know, I think it's very easy uh, to see some of his outbursts on social media and assume that many... Uh, 
current and former football players probably wouldn't support him. But uh, in in most cases, you see guys like here an NFL legend, Hall of Famer Deion Sanders supporting him. He was working out with Lamar Jackson and his cousin uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown over the uh, kind of quarantine periods. And you know, it, it's it, it's interesting because you have one of the best players in the league just sitting out there. And due to his past actions, right, you could probably get him on a deal where you can get him on a year and get him fairly cheap and say, look, pal, this is your last shot. You know, if you mess this one up, it could be it for you. And, you know, and you could just or any team could insert a game changer into their offense automatically. I, I, it's just so tough. Uh, but, you know, some of the things he's done, some people might see as, you know, maybe doesn't deserve a second chance. I've... I'm for one to believe that uh, everyone probably does, and you know, AB went down a tough, a tough road there last season. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, if I'm a GM to bring a, a guy that talented in, and you know, just hoping you can keep him under control, and maybe he really is turned it around. I mean, he has the blessing of Deion Sanders, who knows a lot about the game of football. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's always a good sign when other NFL legends you know, portray confidence. Uh, in somebody else, as such as Sanders did for AB. Uh, but if you're an owner, you take this from an owner's standpoint, you know, what guarantee do you have that you know, he signs this contract and he wants to perform for your team? I know he wants to get back into the league, uh, but the Raiders really wanted him. The Raiders really liked what AB brought to the table. He's a very good wide receiver and potentially a, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. You know, he, he's that kind of a talent. You know, if I was an owner, I would want some kind of guarantee that, hey, this guy's just not going to sign the contract, cause a scene, and then we're going to have to release him. You know, not, He's not just here for the signing bonus money. Right. Yeah, I mean, all, one of the issues also is he. I believe he's still on the, the league exempt list at this current juncture. So even if you do sign him, it's no guarantee that he will be able to play for you because, you know, the NFL still has to do their investigating on, uh, I believe, his uh, it was his domestic abuse case with uh, one of his past girlfriends. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 you look at a team, you know, like, what if the Ravens signed Antonio Brown, added another weapon to that young offense with Lamar Jackson and all them? How unstoppable could they be? You look at other teams that may need, a, you know, a dynamic wide receiver and how instantly, I mean, you sign A.B., there's your number one wide receiver ready to go that day. And you probably could get him at this point. You know, it's not like the ball's in A.B.'s court to be paid a lot of money. I mean, he's kind of got to take whatever deal he can get if he really wants to play football again at some point. Right. I mean, why wouldn't you take any deal that, that you want to get? You know, if somebody's willing and the NFL is going to you know, take A.B. off of the exempt list, is the talent worth taking that risk on? You know, it's just what general manager will take that risk or will, uh, there's a couple good wide receivers in Tampa Bay. I'm not saying A.B. wants to go down to, to Tampa Bay and play, uh, but who wouldn't at this point? You know, it seems like Brady's been recruiting almost everybody. <laughs> you know, he got Gronk back. He, he's got, I think the last time that I heard something from, from Tom Brady was that a lot of players still wanted to play with him, uh, especially down over in Tampa Bay. But still, you know, it is a uh, for A.B., First, he's got to come off of that exempt list if he's still on there. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, and you, look at other teams who need a, a wide receiver. Philadelphia. They're, you know, that was kind of their whole big thing last year. Carson Wentz didn't have anyone to throw the ball to, and they still made the playoffs. And you, a team like that, I mean, Cincinnati, you know. But the, here's the thing. The stigma 
that I think has been placed around him is he's going to destroy your locker room. And I mean, when, once you have that, it, it it's tough. It's tough. That's not that's not really the, what you want to be walking around with. I mean, I think a lot of Pittsburgh fans feel that he uh, he was part of the reason that their team that started out so successful a couple of years ago fell out, didn't win the division, didn't make the playoffs, and then of course he goes to Oakland. He didn't even get the play, and you know he just kind of ran himself out of town. Then he got to New England, and I think it was pretty clear everyone in New England wanted on the team, but there was just too much to bring along. Uh, you know, just all the stories coming up about the domestic violence and the videos of him on Instagram, you know, cussing out police officers and things like that. It, it, it's tough to keep that around. Uh, I really do. I mean, I'm not rooting against AB by any means. Um, you know, I, like I said, I think he, he deserves a second chance in the league. His talent definitely says he deserves a second chance in the league. And, um, you know, I, if I'm a GM and I, I need uh, another, uh, need some firepower to my offense, you know, that's one of my first calls, I think. Yeah. You know, again, you know, it all harkens back to is he available to sign to begin with? Sure. You know, because if he's still on that list, it's going to be just like the uh, Barstool sports guy. I don't know if you saw Dave Portnoy, uh, but Portnoy, $250,000 towards <laughs> charity. He, uh, to give a little man. bit of a background on it. What a uh, checkmate that was to yeah, the NFL. So, so Portnoy uh, participated in this, the, uh, the draft charity, right? Because they were giving away. Um, or they were they're donating the money to a charity. Yeah, they had a bid to uh, have someone come and watch a game with Roger Goodell in his basement. In his basement, and Portnoy won it. But Portnoy has also been uh, isn't he banned from all NFL games? Like yeah, yeah, that situation. Uh, Super Bowl, yeah. he snuck in and stuff. And you know, we we all know his uh, hasn't been the, the the kindest to uh, good old Roger over the past few years. Uh, as many Patriots fans like Dave Portnoy don't really like Roger Goodell too much. But, yeah, um, I mean, it was perfect. I mean, like, either way, he wins, right? I mean, he, he puts the money out. Either Goodell folds and says, all right, I guess i got to let him come. And then, you know, you know Portnoy's bringing his whole tech team with him, and they're going to make a <laughs> video out of it. Right. Or, two, what seems to have happened that the NFL said that he didn't meet some kind of character test that wasn't didn't seem to be in- included when the, the process started. Well, but, I mean, if you were going to do a background check, you should have done a background check on all of the, the bidders. Also, Portnoy announced on Twitter that he was in the lead before it was even over. Right. And then I thought, you know, like, Bodger Goodell was going to come in <laughs> and all of a sudden win to uh, some random name that I'm, sounds awfully close to the commissioner. But, I mean, Portnoy won, and uh, uh, he's been letting them have it on Twitter the, the uh, past couple days. Well, it's a lose-lose situation for Roger Goodell because, you know, if you don't let this guy come in and take in the basement, you know, take in the game in, in his basement, well, then, you know, you, you kind of, you know, shun the guy who just spent $250,000 for a charity, uh, all because, you know, you, you two don't really agree on anything. But then if you do let him in there, then it could be even more bad press for Goodell because, obviously, Barstool Sports is one of the biggest, um, you know, they're, they're not really high on uh, on Roger <laughs> Goodell. We'll, we'll put it that way. Right. Uh, so they're a biggest critic of him and, and his uh, commissionership. But still, uh, you know, I thought that it was going to go through. You know, I, I really thought that, that Portnoy was at least going to be there. People put their uh, differences aside, and you, you watch a football game. Now, you know, sometimes you might just tune out that annoying person that's talking during the game the whole time, as as uh, Portland, I'm sure, might have been, uh, trying to you know, question Goodell or, or do anything. 
but still, or even uh, why don't you do what what you know, the socially distant guidelines have caused like restaurants and bars to do? You know, you, you just socially distance yourself from the guy. You put a nice little clear plastic board in between you and where he's sitting, uh, and you still technically take in the game. Like, there's a whole lot of things that Goodell could have done here to try to spin the light a little bit more positively for him. Uh, but instead, it's just a background check that negates it, and I think they're going to donate the two uh, $250,000 towards something else. You know, I, I don't even know if they're going to accept well, the bid or to give the money back to hey, him. You can't accept it if you're not going to give it to him, can you? I, mean, well, I don't <laughs> think he, as of right now, I don't think that he's uh, given given back the money. Yeah. Well, I heard he's throwing at the party when this is all over, and uh, I can't repeat what the theme of it is, but <laughs> it, it was not a favorable name to uh, good old Roger. It's, it's something that Saints fans, it's something that New England fans can both you know, get behind, I think. We'll, we'll put it that way. Right. Uh, a party to, to commemorate the distaste for, uh, for Goodell by those two fan bases or others uh, that might have uh, some, something against him. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's one, one guy's opinion about Roger Goodell. It's you know, one fan base's opinion. Uh, everybody has an opinion on everybody. Um, but, you know, he, Goodell, is, I don't have an opinion on the guy. I don't know the guy. <laughs> you know, it's, he, you can't really talk about the guy unless hey, you know the guy. Hey, he led us in his basement for the NFL draft. Right, he was willing to do that. It was a very underwhelming basement, by the way. I mean, I, I was expecting something pretty grand. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he, the TV he had wasn't very big. It wasn't even mounted on the wall. He had it in a, an entertainment system. I, it was a, it was a letdown. I do think it was pretty awesome how he switched outfits about eight times throughout the weekend, though. Yeah, I, I mean that that whole draft. I thought the draft for under the circumstances that were under, uh, went went really well. You know, but still here we are on the first of June. Right, that this is about you know nearing towards summer. It's not nor it's not really near the middle of summer, but it is like the start of summer, right? And we should be talking about all right, Reds are beating the Mets. The the Reds are, you know, winning games cuz they were projected to win a lot of games this year, especially in the NL Central. And right now, you know, it's it's a little bit disappointing cuz we don't have any Reds talk right now. We got Reds uh, talk show coming at 6 o'clock on Wednesday, but we don't really have a uh, there's no baseball right now. It's a time of the year where there should be, you know, baseball. There should be, you know, summer ball, you know, collegiate summer ball across the country. Uh, but it, it's just a different, different feel, uh, especially when we're talking football in the middle of what should be baseball season. Well, we all know football is always king. We would have been talking football regardless. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there would have been certain football stories, but we wouldn't. Yeah. You know, indulge on every single waking moment of NFL free agency for the past month or so. Right. Yeah, this is usually around the time where uh, a guy gets signed and you're like, oh, he was a free agent still. Good for him. Speaking of big free agents, how about Cam Newton? Still not having a job? Cam Newton, uh, Jadavian Clowney, still uh, out of a job, I think, Devonta Freeman. And Clowney apparently turning down big money to play for Cleveland. Where did, uh, why would he turn down the money? He doesn't want to play with the Browns or he doesn't well, the, I mean, if a couple decades not winning might steer anybody away, Connor. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, the still- it was a very lucrative offer f- for him. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think that either shows. I mean, I guess Clown. I mean, Clowney's been in the league a few years now. I'm sure uh, he's in a very win now kind of mode. Right. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, I get it. You know, you want to find the right fit for you, but on the other hand, you know, I don't know. If if I was in his shoes, I'd be that selective about where I want to play, especially if the team really wanted me uh, or you know, planning to play there. 
Right. You know, if, if they're going to throw a lot of money at you to play and, and suit up and play football, then you know, does it matter where, where the location is? No, I agree, and I think Cleveland's a very intriguing team this, this next season. Um, the expectations aren't really on them as much as they were coming into this uh, past offseason. Yeah, I don't know. It was very interesting. Um, you know, Clowney's been throwing, uh, you know, and I don't know how true this is. This could be the Clowney camp throwing it out there, but you've heard teams like the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Browns, uh, those types of teams uh, being interested in signing Clowney. When, so when you, if you look at that list of four, right, what do the three of them have in common and one of them don't? Three of them win, historically, one of them don't. And, I mean, he turned down the big money from the team that doesn't win. So, you know, it, it's definitely interesting, uh, you know, but it's like once those veteran guys get up there in years, you know, they're, ch- they're ring chasing at that point. It's, they've made their money. You know what I mean? So they want to go into a secure situation where and maybe take a little bit less money and go win a Super Bowl because, you know, I don't think anyone's picking Cleveland to win the Super Bowl next year, but, you know, teams like Seattle and Baltimore and Philly, you know, these are teams that are supposed to win their divisions and make a run in the postseason. Uh, this was at least a, of, uh, three days ago, right? Yeah. With Davian Clowney, CBS Sports has them as the, the best team, the best fit for Clowney as the Tennessee Titans and uh, a projected deal of one year, $16.5 million, right? You know, Clowney's been injured a little bit. Uh, restrictions on the offseason. Uh, so he probably won't learn a, a deal really big until 2021. Right. But still, you know, he's a quality free agent and somebody should be spending some money on him. Um, you know, yeah, but it, it's. You know, the general consens- consensus for him was he hasn't really quite lived up to uh, what people thought he would be out of South Carolina. But, you know, to that I kind of say. Look at the Houston tef- defense when he was playing there, and then once they traded them, look what happened last year. You know, Houston didn't have all that great of a defense last year. So, you know, I, Clowney's a run stopper, and uh, I think people are a little bit underwhelmed with uh, what he's done in terms of rushing the passer. But, I mean, as an interior defensive lineman, your first job is stop the run. You're supposed to plug up holes and let the linebackers come up and make plays. Right. And he's not that old. You know, he's only 27 years old. Yep. You know, Jadavian Clowney could still come back and be a big, big part of, of somebody's roster, uh, but it's just shocking that he is uh, un, you know, not, not uh, signed by a football team yet. Cam Newton's not signed, and I think Newton's still, yeah, he was injured. You know, there, there's a lot of injuries with him, uh, especially after 2015 season when he went to the Super Bowl, that he wasn't really able to live up to what his potential could be. Now with a, an extended maybe offseason, a break, he doesn't have to worry about the OTAs or anything uh, during the offseason. You know, he might have some time to heal uh, and do something like Andy Dalton's been doing, uh, being the backup quarterback for the Dallas. Um, yeah, for Dallas. Yeah, even though Dak still technically is not signed, but um, yeah, uh, Cam Cam's a whole you know a whole other situation where you look around the league and you're like. And this doesn't happen often in the NFL, but you kind of look around every team in the league, and it's like each team has at least someone in mind to be their starter next year. They got a guy. You know, the teams that came up, uh, New England. New, England. New England's been pretty uh, set on the fact that, uh, you know, they have Jared Stidham, and they're pretty high on him. You look at Chicago. Chicago traded for Nick Foles. It looks like it's going to be a battle between Foles and Trubisky. Uh, it, it's... And then you look at all other situations, there's kind of a veteran quarterback or a young up-and-coming quarterback in place that teams want to play. I mean, you think... Uh, I mean, that still shocks me, though, the uh, uh, Trubitsky and the Nick Foles trade. 
because uh, Nick Foles got a lot of money from the Titans, right? Or uh, for uh, uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Yeah. And now they're going to go with Gardner Minshew, who had a, a decent year, but uh, who knows what Gardner Minshew's ceiling will be? But that was an interesting trade, and I think they'll work out in Foles' favor, especially with Chicago and, and how they. Uh, I think they've lost favor with Trubisky, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> How could you not? If you kind of just look at the production the past couple of years, he just hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, and you also look at his draft class, right? I mean, Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were drafted after him, and look what they're doing compared to what he's doing. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's kind of tough to, to uh, you know, not grow tired of Trubisky. When you spend a third pick on a quarterback, unfortunately, you got two to three years to prove you can win, and after that, they'll forget about you. Yep. But, uh, again... A lot of free agents still out there to be signed, and that is kind of the uh, latest in sports news, NFL free agency. You got the MLB Players Association and and, uh, owners talking a little bit, trying to figure out how to come back on the season. Of course, we already said the NBA plans are coming back on July 31st or sometime around that date. The NHL is waiting for a specific date, but they have agreed uh, that they'll take pay cuts and that they will come back and go right into the postseason with an expanded postseason. Uh, so it will be a, um, a busy, busy end of the summer. And I think that we'll have a lot of overlap come August with college football. August, September, October, November, you could be having you know all four. Who knows, the NBA will still probably be playing in August, especially if they're coming back on the 31st. And then when does the NBA have their regular season? You know, do they have a little bit of an off season? Do they shift? Uh, this whole thing could get exciting quick it, uh, it, as we near the end of the year. It seems like we're going from no sports to a uh, very large abundance. <laughs> that's what that's what it seems like is going to happen here because, you know, all these leagues are starting. I mean, say MLB starts beginning of June or July, excuse me, and they have a 114 game scene they're talking about. They're going to run in the football season. Basketball is going to start in the end of July. They're going to run in the baseball and football season. Uh, hockey seems to be wanting to start it up here soon. So, uh, yeah, it, it seems like the uh, we hopefully if uh, you know things keep trending in the right direction, like these sports league are talking, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna make up for the amount of sports we've been missing in the in the upcoming months because you're gonna have some kind of sport on every single sports channel that you got. Yeah, and of course, it all starts on June 9th uh, with that new Athens Sandlot baseball team uh, with the high school guys playing against a couple guys from the area. We'll have that coverage for you. We'll have some play-by-play right here on 970 WATH uh, for Athens. You know, home of Athens, we had the graduation here on 970 and 97.1. We've had... Uh, Athens football, Athens basketball, and then we will have some kind of Athens baseball uh, back on the station starting on the 9th, and then I think their next game is on the Thursday. Uh, So if Athens has a game on next Thursday, then uh, that would bump the Columbus Blue Jacket uh, rerun. Live sports is better than than recorded sports because you never know what's going to happen, and it should give a little bit more of a, again, a sense of normalcy that, that people have been trying to find trying to uh to get back to as we open back up and open back up and, and uh getting to work yeah not only i excited about you know restoring the the great copperheads duo that we had last year <laughs> on the airwaves but you know i it, it's it's really happy it's a really good thing that uh, these kids especially the seniors who lost their senior season playing in high school especially the ones that aren't going to go on to play in college which uh, a lot of the kids around here aren't going to 
have that opportunity. It's just, it's, I'm really excited to be able to watch and see them still get, you know, some something out of their senior year. They still get to play with, you know, their their buddies that they're graduating with one more time. And uh, it should be interesting to watch. Uh, I'm, you know, these kids are going to be hungry because, you know, they've been sitting around for a couple months waiting to play some baseball and they're finally going to be able to. So I think this, uh, this Sandlot League is going to be uh, pretty exciting to watch. And I can't wait to be able to go out and broadcast some of these games with you. Yep, you'll be on the broadcast with Troy, and I'll be there too, and we'll all figure out how what whatever the broadcast schedule is, but you can always find that here on 970 WATH. And taking a look a little bit at the schedule, and I think this schedule is uh, you know, cleared up until about the 26th of June. That uh, they don't they have a couple of Chillicothe games, but you know, no no times in there yet. It was posted by uh, Troy on the Facebook page. But the first game would be at Meg's Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, then a Meg's home game Thursday at 6. Doubleheader will have the first game for you on the 14th, Marietta. Uh, Sunday, the uh, at 1 and 3. And then at Jackson on the 18th, Thursday, uh, that would be a Thursday at 6. So it seems like a lot of games are towards, yeah, no Monday games. I haven't seen any Monday on the, on the schedule. But you know, Tuesday through Friday, an opportunity for some baseball. Which will always be good and uh, get good to be back up and running as we slowly uh, open things back up again, which we know it's been needed. But you know, we're back to a full hour. It's back to a normal hour of the sports fan. And we made it. We made it <laughs> all the way throughout six to seven. Sports fan presented by JNK Contracting. Gonna be back. Good to be with you. And good to be uh, trying to bring it back a little bit. Thanks for listening into the program. We'll be back here at 6.06. And, of course, again, phone lines. Yeah, the phone's ready for tomorrow. 740-592-6646. Call and be a part of the program. Nothing Wednesday and then back at it on Thursday. Well, for Joey Mador, this is Connor Mills, and we'll see you tomorrow. This has been the Sports Fan, presented by JNK Contractors.